0: So good to be back uh, in studio, Mm. our Wendy's Powered Baconator Los Angeles studio. Had a nice road trip out to uh, Texas last week. We spent a week out in the... uh, Dallas area. God, I love was, Dallas. That was fun. Great golf town. PGA in process of uh, building out uh, mm. three golf courses there. So we explored those uh, lands. Anyway, welcome back, everyone, up and down the network and across the countryside. Al Godfrey, AJ Godfrey, and of course, we uh, shout out to Coach KT Tracy Roberts, our PGA brother, and down in aliso Viejo.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, we've got lots going on, obviously, this morning. So much, actually, in the world of sports uh, we're going to cover for sure, especially since we've been out, got back to L.A. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Dodgers started off with a, b- a loss. That's just, uh, we're going to get into that. But we've got someone even better to talk to right now, someone who needs no introduction whatsoever. whatsoever. Uh, we've got Gabby Reese with us. I mean, uh, one of the best ever. Uh, and she actually is... In Hawaii, how are you doing this morning?
2: I'm doing great. Um, we actually have some sun here. Uh, it's, you know, we had maybe rain for two or three weeks, so <laughs>
0: it's you, you,
2: these are the days that you 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 pay for. So it's really beautiful.
1: Yeah.
0: So am I allowed to be uh, almost politically correct and say the Florida State University Seminoles?
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. I'm not even going to engage. I, I I mean, I understand, but yes, Florida State the
1: seminal there you go so yeah. i gotta ask you i gotta ask you a question before we uh even get into it further because okay. you do live in paradise you live in hawaii and it's one of our most favorite uh, places on the planet but you also you know you were born in la Jolla. it doesn't get much better than that either uh so this yeah. this is like the lifestyle that we all live uh that we all dream of
2: you know I never lived in La Jolla. My parents met in California. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad's my dad's from Trinidad. my mom's from New York. Oh okay so I actually I never moved back to California till after when I went there to uh, pursue playing volleyball, but La Jolla mm. is very beautiful. I seem to have lived I mean I grew up in the Caribbean. I did spend a few years on Long Island so oh. I mean, Long Island's nice but you know maybe at least I you know I have yeah. lived in a, I've, li- I've lived in a few places, but yes, a lot of pretty places for sure.
0: So let's talk about the uh, volleyball career a little bit. Firstly, uh, how did you get involved with that great sport?
1: She's you tall. Know,
2: I I was going to say that's about. Let's not let's not overcomplicate it. <laughs> I'm six three.
1: My goodness. And, uh,
2: you know, it's like okay. You know, medium intelligence, really tall, likes to jump around. I love being in team sports. Um, it was a way to go to college. No, the truth is, though, you know, the thing is, in all seriousness, I moved from the Virgin Islands to Florida in my junior year of high school, and that's when I engaged in a, on a more serious level in athletics, and um, it was an opportunity for me to go to college. That's how I I went to university, but, uh, you know, I say that if you want to talk about why sports is great, it's mm-hmm. like the thing that really pushed me and my whole life into sort of this, this trajectory. Um, that it really changed my whole life. It wasn't, you know, I know athletes, it's like, oh, it's winning and losing and all these accolades. And for me, I think it like was one of the things that kind of rescued me, if you will.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, let's just put it this way. You uh, you played very well and uh, you had an awesome career. Uh, pro volleyball career, and I'm curious. Um, you know when you know obviously staying active is and 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 staying fit, if you will, all those years. I'm curious, though. You know, we've talked to so many athletes over the years with the show, uh, former athletes uh, who had long careers. When 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 your career, let's just say, is over the professional career that is of being an athlete, do you stay? you know, in the top shape that you always once were in or how, how does that, mm-hmm. you know, work?
2: You know, I see where a lot of athletes get burnt out. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you, you're always told where to go, when to do it. You train, you train so much. For me personally, I think because I was in a lifestyle sport, which it, I think there's just a different framework around it. You, you sort of take that on your whole, I think you continue on with that. And, and you know, I'm married to an athlete, so it's sort of some of the language in our in our house. But that doesn't mean that some days, you know, you're feeling tired, you're feeling beat up.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I have a knee replacement. It's like, but you, yes, I to answer your question for sure because I think it's you realize it's one of the things you had going for you mm-hmm. is that you learned about how good you felt moving around.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Um, You know, curious, though, also, I mean, talk about some of the things that, you know, Mm -hmm. you can do personally, or we all can, obviously, when it comes to health and wellness. I know you've implemented certain uh, products in your routine as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, just off the bat, what I always say to people, what's free and you can do everywhere is is learning how to breathe correctly. Yeah. So if you're sitting, if you're not sprinting, let's say, all of us should be nose breathing. That's it. We should not be (laughs) breathing with our mouths open and and actually we should be breathing less so that means longer fuller breaths so maybe 5 to 7 inhales and exhales per minute so just notice if you're sitting at your desk or your office if you can take a deeper fuller breath and slow it down per minute and use your nose that's one mm-hmm. um, i do obviously training I, I eat well i do take certain you know supplements i you know i'm i really am an advocate especially for women for omega's um, I do take a, a, a supplement. I was getting IVs once in a while of something mm-hmm. called NAD and the NAD and it's it helps with like your cell function. Cause then as you start to really learn about being healthy, you learn, it's also about your body working at its highest capacity. So I started taking up something that all of us can take as well. And it's safe is uh, called true niagen. And that also helps you with your cellular function. So hmm. stress, lack of sleep. Kind of all these things, and and so I, I cycle that in and out of my ritual because I think uh, for me it's it's taking supplements all the time, but you have to also then learn that you're cycling things, you know, in and in and out, you know you you know you take it for six weeks and then you're sort of off for three or four days and then you and such. So those are just some of the things, but I do a lot of water training, so lower impact on the joints. So it's also doing things that support you for the long, long run.
1: Right, right. I got to ask you a question because um, you also enjoy the game of golf, don't you?
2: Um, not anymore. No. They're, they're, uh, I'm so I I'm uh, there. I just you know what it is. It's like who ha- I don't. You know, you start having kids and you do. We have <laughs> companies and things like that. Yeah. And unless you practice at golf,
1: yeah, that's true.
2: It's like a torture sport, and yeah. just, I just—I love it, and I appreciate like what it is. Yeah. But I, I i just, my husband said it once. He's like, "I've never done anything that took so much time that I didn't, you know, really exercise." And I'm so fat. like, "You're just you—it's—it's it's, you can really get pissed off at all. Oh
1: yeah. yeah, well, it's time-consuming and it's difficult. And yeah, you're right. Every day is different yeah. with that. So, but you're a mom, and, and what's it like being a mom? I mean, are you—are your kids as tall as you, if not taller?
2: Um, they're not taller yet. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The older two seem to not be getting taller. The middle one, though, even though she's not taller, I'll uh-huh. be honest, she could. She she's very powerful. <laughs> and then my youngest, she's still in the pocket. So it's she's she's in she's thirteen and she's having a weird growth spurt. So yeah. she's still she, it's still out the verdicts out on that one because her legs seem to be growing, but not the rest of her body. So we'll we'll see where she she ends up.
0: Talk a little bit about the situation with the COVID-19 over on the island of Kauai, how you've coped with it the past year and the situation presently for all of our listeners.
2: Kauai um, of all the islands has been the most strict on the lockdown. In fact, um, until in the next two days, April 5th will be the first time that you can really come here with a clean uh, test and you don't have to quarantine. They've had it that no matter what you would have to quarantine for ten days, even if you had a clean test. So this has been the most strict island. So weirdly, it's sort of strict, but then once you get here, there seems to be a relaxedness ish yeah. on it. But it's but it also conversely makes it harder on the economy, and and it just then there's the other side of that. So it's it's been interesting.
1: Well, I'm curious um, because I mean I, I absolutely love where you are, but you know. What about what what about you? And I mean, I'm sure your husband, you guys made the decision to move to Hawaii. I'm just curious um, what brought you to Hawaii your whole life.
2: Well, uh, you know, actually, we've for 25 years, we've gone back and forth between California. So I when I was playing volleyball and Laird is a big wave surfer. Yeah. So Laird is actually Laird is actually from Kauai. And Hmm. so um, the other opportunity was his season is winter minus summer Mm -hmm. and and then also for our children just to be exposed to different places and cultures yeah to be you know there's something really unique and and nice to be able to share with them about about the island culture the one that my husband grew up with so Mm -hmm. really we have a a connection to it because this is his home island
1: yeah i get that for sure i guess you know look a week go on and on with you and certainly um um, I could talk to you about so many different things, but I'm curious for a lot of our listeners, you know, certainly they're not professional or former professional athletes, but uh, especially the moms listening, if maybe you could shed some advice on some of the moms who maybe, you know, are getting to that point with uh, their lives and their age and so forth. Any tips that maybe you can shed uh, for them as far as, you know, when they're getting older and the kids are getting uh, you mm-hmm. know older, what, what's your opinion on that?
2: I mean, I always say this and I mean this in like the most loving way yeah. that you have to be you have to be selfish. And what I mean by that is you have to carve out a few enough time, whether it's 30 minutes, whatever it is, that you're still taking care of yourself. Because I think what happens for a lot of moms, which is understandable, is they put everyone first mm-hmm. and then they're, they they look up sort of 15, 20 years later and they go, oh, OK, what happened? And so it, it's just encouraging them that it's not a bad thing to say, I'm going to go take 30 minutes to walk or exercise, make sure you're eating well. The, the list, we have lists of things that we always can do. Sometimes it's better just to go to bed and let, continue tomorrow. Um, and, and also to remind them, like, that's, you're being a good example to your kids. You're not being selfish. You're reminding them that self-care and taking care of your health, that is our responsibility. And if we're not feeling good or, you know, miserable, that's still our responsibility. So I, I just want to encourage all people that um and also not put an age thing on it. You know, I live with somebody who's a great example. I try to be an example of you're not fighting where you are in your life, but you're not limiting yourself because you go, Oh, now I'm forty, now I'm fifty, now mm-hmm. I'm sixty. That, that's just stuff put on us by the outside world and it's just important to be like, Well how do I feel? And how do I keep my vitality and energy high and and um you know it's it's something that you have to do consistently all the time, but not, oh, you don't have to kill yourself every day. Right. You know, there's a a difference.
1: Okay. I love it. Well, uh, certainly, uh, we appreciate your time, and, um, you know, thanks uh, for joining the show, and obviously, continued success with everything you're doing, and um, enjoy Hawaii.
2: I will, and and thank you, guys, and I hope everybody um, has a smooth transition, maybe back into some, um, you know... (laughs) To yeah, the, to the outside world
1: no doubt <laughs> that's for sure yeah some sort of normalcy right
2: yeah i think you know i think it's like covid fatigue you know it's like no matter how much you like everybody that you're living with after a while you're just like oh my gosh <laughs> so um i just uh hope everybody you know is healthy and and uh, that goes well
0: happy easter sunday enjoy we'll blow you kisses we're headed to maui in two months we'll, <laughs> we'll blow kisses from lahaina okay. Thanks, Gabby.
2: have fun aloha bye-bye
1: there you go Gabby Reese, great athlete, 6'3". I mean, I'm one. Man, she's towering over me still. Good stuff. All right, more to come live right here, living the good life.